Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Hamda. Today's guest plays Louis C.K.'s brother on the show, Louis. He's the host of the very popular shows, You Know What, Dude, and Calta and Kelly. Please welcome the very hilarious Bobby Kelly. Oh, my God. You guys are so, you turn on professionals so fast yeah we're baby professional what, i don't even just, know what you're talking about we were yeah. talking about our periods before we start but yeah we we got it <laughs> no, together it's just a lot it's like just a, a conversation <laughs> goofing around and you hit a button it's fucking right on the money you guys are so good at this welcome to only in new york get your shit together bobby <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm super excited to have bobby on today this is yes. like a little treat the yeah last- you have it yeah go ahead i'm sorry it's okay. The last time I saw you um, at, in a podcasting studio was on your show, and Will Sylvance showed me a picture of his dick. And <gasps> I heard that was amazing. Was huge. Yeah, Can anyone huge. get me a, a a copy of that? Just to look. I, I don't think you can get a copy of it, but it's it's mind boggling, and it's almost a. It's it's really it looks photoshopped. It's it's, it's yeah it's scientific. More yeah, it's like sexual. almost a handicap. I'm like, well, how that's do you do that's why that? I want to see it, just like for science. It's yeah, like, it's, wow. it's it's astronomical. It's it's it just doesn't make sense. Like like why would God do that? <laughs> yes, it's like a baby oh. arm. That's why he never remembers anyone's name. I guess yeah, doesn't have to. So blood, doesn't have to do anything. The blood is being drawn completely. Yeah, his brain is actually in the head of his cock. Yeah. That's fair. So, I mean, there's yeah. more room in there, right? <laughs> there's a lot of room. Yeah, it, wow. is, a, it is a wonderful piece. Well, shout out to Will. It's hey, good Will. to have you too, Bobby. <laughs> I mean, well, yes. Bobby's here, but like, whatever. You know what I mean? There is definitely no penis photos floating around in my penis. I was I was never into that. What was I never into having to get the right angle? Yeah, and, it's hard. Uh, Photography's yeah. hard. Yeah, especially when you have an Irish penis, it's hard. Oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah. Is that what Irish goodbye means? <laughs> it's 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 all right. Oh, Bobby. Well, we're here on Only in New York. We're here to talk about New York City. And where, where did you, you didn't grow up in New York City. Where did you grow up, Bobby? No, I grew up in Boston. Boston. So we just Boston. wanted to hear you say that word. Uh-huh. What, Boston? Yeah, yeah. say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, no. think you have a bad accent. Okay. <laughs> I only get, it comes out when I get tired or really fucking mad. Uh, like, I've gotten into some altercations and it starts to come out for some reason. Oh, and if it was I'm, a little if bit. I'm tired, yeah, if I'm tired, it comes out. But 
feel like it's considered an angry accent, like New York City and like the boroughs. They're considered an angry accent. Like you're not going to say a Staten Island accent lulls you to sleep, you know? Well, I mean, speak for yourself. (laughs) Right. That's true. (laughs) I can't look Tracy in the face and tell her stuff like that. That's what makes her feel at home. (laughs) Are you from Staten Island? No, I'm from Queens, but you know, it's just the, the trashy Italian thing. Right, yes. It's very trashy over there. Literally. Tracy, Tracy loves a, a garbage man from Staten Island. That's her. That's her. That's a dream. Prime. You know, now that I've gotten older, though, I really do. I want him divorced. Um, mm. Almost retired. But like <laughs> almost, you know, you know, that kind of um, retirement where it's like you're old enough to retire, but you choose to stay on to just make like double the because money. of love of the craft. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you just love yeah. baskets. He has I a motorcycle. That. You want a motorcycle? A boat. You can have some, a motor. A boat. Yeah. Some boat. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. got to be just a boat. Like, I mediocre. feel like if he has a kid, that kid better be grown. And out of no, well, house. see, that's the whole thing. Is I want him old enough to have his own grown children, so I don't have to be a stepmom, but mm-hmm. also I don't have to birth any more children. Yes, like and that. you can have the fantasy of the stepson coming in while he's at you know at work. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. unless the stepson is over forty, I'm not into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> of course, of course. You, like oh, this you really, guy- like. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like the younger kind of guy. It's funny because um, I, I was telling Tim Dillon about, you know, my life goal of meeting a retired, almost retired um, sanitation worker. And he's like, wow, even your dreams are like just kind of mediocre. Because <laughs> I was like, his pension is great. He's like, Tracy, you're like, you're, your big dream is like this guy makes a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, but, but to him, because he's so fucking Hollywood now. That's nothing. Oh no! This was you know I mean? this was not when he was Hollywood he, at all. He yeah, was he's, always Hollywood. He's always Hollywood because he's from Long Island. He doesn't eat crappy food. He only eats the best of everything. Mm-hmm. He has vineyard vine, even though it doesn't fit. Okay, so he's he's <laughs> always been something? elitist. So your dream is a fucking, I would say, the American dream. I agree. Tim Dillon, who only eats the best of anything, took yeah. me to the Outback Steakhouse one night. Well, that's how I'm he not- feels about you. But <laughs> yeah. when he's eating, yeah, and I was like, I yeah. can't. Was it I- your birthday and he had to pay? Yeah. <laughs> he ordered all these things. And I was like, You're- I can't eat this. I was like, this steak isn't even made of meat. It's made of some kind of meat paste. Kangaroo. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, the Outback is fucking. I I love the Texas Roadhouse has fucking. Oh, that is. There's a new one opening in Suffolk County because Suffolk County, you know, that's the kind of people that go to Texas Roadhouse. That's all I'm going to say about that. Look at, I don't know what you're talking. Texas Roadhouse is the. I'd rather go there than Morton's. Wow. Okay. Morton's is kind of shit. I'm going to agree with you there. Morton's is kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Peter Luger's can suck my balls. Yeah. 100%. My dick. Do not fall for Peter Luger's. Just because you have, you have old guys serving me. Doesn't make it a good steakhouse. Yeah. Oh, that should be their new tagline. Oh, perfect description of this place. Do not fall for it. Peter Luger used to have a reputation for a reason, maybe Mm. because they were the only ones. But Mm. now all you see, like when it comes to around dessert time, which is the same time for the entire restaurant is happy birthday, happy anniversary. The waiters are tired because they've been there for a hundred (laughs) years and they, and they like roll their eyes at you. Like, Oh, you don't know this. I'm like, you don't know this either. And you've been here longer. Come to my job and tell me what I don't know. What? You know, you you know what's really good though? That's old school Keen Steakhouse. Where's that? Has, know that? Keen, you know, Keen Steakhouse used to be only men. 
and the good most steakhouses are though. Yeah. No, but back this is back in the day. The whole ceiling are old pipes, uh, Ooh, old ivory amazing. pipes <laughs> from like, I mean, all the you know the founding father type shit pipes. So Whoa. guys used to go there, smoke c- pipes, and eat cigars. But they have a mutton chop that is the fucking best thing in the city. Where is this Keen Steakhouse? It's right on 36th or something on the oh, west side. It's so okay. fucking good. Yeah, that place is good. And they allow women now, so you guys can go. Yes! <laughs> I'm good. I, I used to frequent Morton's. Uh, a friend of mine um, owned Morton's Steakhouse, and we used to go there often. Oh, well, what's, his, uh, the, what's, what's his name? I, I think well, I know he, him too. He, he passed away. Um, he, owned the, saying, he owned the Hard oh. Rock Cafe. <laughs> Oh. He on the I'm not sure he said he said on the he said on the board of um of many many things uh the Bernsteins that was there. Oh my but God. He, I believe didn't they all he passed away young, correct? No, uh yes, he passed away young. So his uh Adam Bernstein was a very good friend of mine. Um okay. he passed away a few years ago. He was actually um he was my manager when I worked at a restaurant in Long Island and we became very good friends and I, I set him up with one of my friends and they got married oh. and then he passed away. He was, I think he was 36 when he died. What? Oh, so he, How did he ouch. die? He had a heart attack. Oh, I didn't want yeah. to say the steak thing. Yeah. Oh, I was. How do I phrase? I don't mean any disrespect. Oh, should have should have went to Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's how you put salt on it. There you go. Well, he shouldn't have put salt on it. Is the point? Oh my God. Robert Kelly is with us today, baby. I'm sorry. God bless. I had many. Yes. God bless Adam. I had many, many of a filet mignon with Adam. At Morton's. <laughs> well, Bobby, you're from Boston, and I would say, can I say, some mean streets upon your life have yeah. like, you've, yeah. you're a fighter yeah. or used to be, yes. I, I was, I, you know what? I was never the fighter, but I did fight. I got beat up a lot, and I got, I fought a lot because the kids I hung out with were very tough. I hung out with very tough kids, and I was never that tough, but I became tougher just because i was with them like you know i remember we'd be in a car and a guy on a bike in front of us at a light he we beat my the dude beeped the horn and he turned around and gave us the finger mm-hmm. and then everybody just got out of the car and beat the shit out of the guy and threw his bike I over love the fence. That. and that's the type of guys and i was just in the car and it's like let's go i couldn't you're not, going you, know, you were like yeah. the manager of the gang well, you were the I, no, business manager of the no, game? No, I was the youngest kid of the game. I, used to get, I got beat up once because I didn't fight. Were you the hype man? Nope. So no, you got beat up by buck. your own by your own friends for not I, fighting? I'm, it was just fighting was just part of being a kid where, where I grew up. And I grew up in Medford. And, you know, I remember, like, we used to fight other towns. But we didn't have gangs. Earth we had Wars. parks. Like, we had a park. Like, we didn't have a gang. But, like, we hung, I hung out at Tufts Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Italian kids, the Irish kids hung out at Car Park. Mm-hmm. Um, the black kids hung out at Duggar Park. It was all parks. You hung out at that park. So yeah. during the day, it was kids playing, and at night, it just turned into a where a like certain a group club. of people would come and hang and drink and do drugs and fight. Yeah. So yeah, and, and was, we'd Queens. fight with Somerville and stuff like that. Yeah, in like, Queens, we had like our our um our schoolyards. That was like our parks. Right. And it would be like this park is fighting with this park. Yeah, so I would understand that. I did yeah, not. Like we we mm. would fight with Somerville a lot, which was the next town over, and they were 
fucking, I mean, right now, Somerville is like Brooklyn. It's the hippest. I it's hate that so, place. so hip now. And, but when I was a kid, it was tough Irish fucking lunatics. So we, I remember one time we went over there and there was these kids playing a uh, wiffle ball and we pulled up and I was like, Oh, this is going to fucking, this is going to suck. Mm-hmm. And we, th- we just started playing wiffle ball together. Like my group of friends and those guys and me and this one kid, we were like, Hey, let's go get drinks. And we, we went to the store. Me and this kid from Seville, we were talking, <laughs> we were having a blast. We were like becoming friends. We got all these drinks and stuff for the, everybody playing. And I was like, this is, I like this. Yes, of like course. So you don't want degenerate violence constantly. Yes. So as, but as Boring. we walked back, I, I, as we're coming, we turned the corner and I just saw his buddies, these uh. bim, bo- the boom box just flying in the air. We were both looking up and it just flew and smashed into the other kid's head. His <gasps> and we just looked at each other. We were like, and we just dropped the drinks and just started Fucking, oh. So everybody was just fighting. It was like, fuck. I just made a new friend. And me and Guys, him were just rolling around. Just oh. made a new friend. I yeah. never understood this phenomena of fighting until I talked to Tracy about it because I grew up in Canada. This is not, we, you don't. <laughs> no one fights. No one fights ever, especially fight not in, in public. You, you fight in hockey. hockey. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And like internally you stuff it down and you like scream into the woods later. Um, you know, <laughs> there's, there's like the feeling. Well, good thing you have there. all of the woods. So. Yeah, yeah. But like the idea that you would just go out and be like today we're gonna fight is so otherworldly to me yeah i never liked it i i i always i feared it actually my whole life and i think that's why i got into it because when i was in sixth grade i had like the whole seventh grade was after me why because i, I was why? Fucking they have a good reason please yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> me and this kid were fucking around we were like wrestling or something and he got hurt mm. and I took it too far as a six year, sixth grader would do because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you don't know, you know? And I remember he went and got his brothers and all their friends and they would wait for me after school every day. Oh, God. I would have to, I would hide in the bathroom underneath the stairs. Everybody would leave and I would look out the window and they would be in the bushes waiting for me to kick the fuck out of me. Oh. So uh, it was, I lived through that. And then in seventh grade, I started hanging out with very tough kids. Frankie Paula Castro, Mikey O, Mikey Dots, Jake Gags, all these really tough kids. And Tracy's I remember Boston I, cousins. Mm-hmm. I know them. <laughs> I, I broke Linguini. my arm uh, doing something. And I remember one of the kids that would pick on me in seventh grade, I saw him going to the bathroom and he put me against the wall. And uh, I was just, I just was done. So I just, started smashing him in the head with my cast. And I remember Ooh. I got him on the ground and I was, he was crying and he was bleeding and he was begging me. And I was like, yeah, you fuck. And then I went back to class and then all of a sudden over the loudspeaker, you heard anybody with a cast on their right hand, please report to the principal's <laughs> office. You're like, well, that's pretty specific. <laughs> well, I went down to the office and it was funny how many people had casts on their right hand. <laughs> There's a bunch of kids just crying. Like I didn't do it. I just walked in with blood on my cast. Yeah, you were like, the only one covered in dripping like, in blood. I was, I was like, I did it. <laughs> New York City lifestyles are so fast paced that we barely have time for anything. But HelloFresh has definitely solved that problem. You can get fresh 
pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can save time, money, and stress effortlessly because they offer convenient delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking with your family. The recipes are super easy to follow, quick to make, with simple steps and pictures to guide you along the way. And HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and getting dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or even less. And you can save 40% by using HelloFresh versus shopping at your local grocery store. It's more convenient too. They're, the recipes are delicious and nutritious. There's a lot of variety. It helps you eat more sustainably. It's flexible to your lifestyle. And they are also committed to giving back. They have donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in 2019. And this year, they're stepping up food donations to local communities amid the coronavirus crisis. I have had so many great recipes from HelloFresh. I have cooked chicken in a Dijon sauce, pork schnitzel, sirloin steak, and roasted garlic pan sauce. There are so many great recipes. And even though I'm a pretty seasoned chef, I learn new techniques every single time. And HelloFresh is just so amazing because you can go to HelloFresh.com slash New York 80 and use code New York 80 to get a total of $80 off across five boxes, including free shipping on your first box. So that's HelloFresh.com slash New York 80 and use code New York 80. So that's a total of $80 off across five boxes and free shipping on your first box. So you, I wonder if like you were nervous moving to New York being as like, you know, are you thinking how much tougher can it be than this that I have to hide a lot of days? Oh, I was, I was never nervous going through New York. New York never, I drove through New York when I was very young. I lived in Pennsylvania and we were driving back to Boston. We'd have to go through New York. And I remember feeling something. This is back when, you know, there'd be cars on the West Side Highway up on blocks with tires gone and burnt out. It was a mm -hmm. fucked up city. And I remember going, I belong here. Like mm -hmm. I, there's something about this mm -hmm. that I'm, I kind of want. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just wanted that fucked upness. And I remember me, Patrice O'Neill, Bob Marley, Dane Cook, Gary Gullman. We used to drive to New York. Mm -hmm. And I remember we'd be driving down 43rd street and just, there'd be, you know, hookers and pimps and all, yeah. it was just fucked up. And I remember taking the bus to New York, to just come and check it out and coming out of the port authority and being terrified. Yeah. Like, cause it was not, but I, I liked that. I, I kind of wanted that in my life. Cause it, I don't know there was something about it that just kept you yeah, on your I, fucking toes. I get it. When did you decide to actually move here? I, I came, I actually, when I was in uh, Boston, Patrice, Billy and Dane, they all were doing stand up. I That's quit stand Bill Burr and Dane Cook. Bill Burr, Dane Cook. Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Um, I, I was doing stand-up uh, with them, but then I quit for like a year and a half. Really? Two, yeah, two years because I got into acting. I got into uh, – I started taking acting classes with this guy, Peter Kelly, and I got a movie, a short film, and then I, I actually got a, a, a real movie. Um, and then I did a play for like five or six months. I don't know. I, I imagine that you get a lot of surprise because I don't know how many people know that you're an actor, 
when I saw you on a Louis C.K. show, I was like, oh my God, you're crying. You're, you're for real. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're getting that a lot because I think when we see our, you know, people that we know in shows, you're like just hoping that they remember their line and move. Sure. (laughs) You're like, don't fuck this up. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a terrible actor. So you'll be seeing that if, if anyone ever makes the mistake of doing that for me, but, um, <laughs> but you're good. So what yeah, made you, thanks. what made you move to New York? Well, I was doing acting and, and then I kind of came out of acting. If you're, there's something about standup that it, it fucking digs at you. So I mm-hmm. quit it for so long. I and I, I was like, I want to go back and I went back and they were all fucking ahead of me mm-hmm. at this. They were a year and a half, two years ahead of me. They were mm-hmm. in at the clubs. I had to start from fucking scratch Ooh. and then Dane left then Billy left, then Patrice left. So now I was just there doing stand-up by myself. Did they all go and to L.A.? They went to New York. Oh, oh, they They're left in Boston, Boston, you mean? Oh, okay, oh, yes, okay. I all, see. Yeah, they I were see. in Boston. So they yeah. all left, went to New York. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one left. And then, of course, Dane went to L.A. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Billy booked a pilot, uh, like a go pilot, mm-hmm. right out of the gate, six months in New York City. So he was in L.A. Wow. And uh, I was back there like, what the fuck? And this uh, who's still my agent today, Matt Frost. Uh, I've been with him for, Oh my God. He was with Barry Katz and he, he saw my acting reel. He saw my comedy. Wasn't really a fan, which, mm-hmm. you know, I understand. And, uh, <laughs> and, but he saw my acting reel. He's like, dude, if you ever want to move to New York, I would like to represent you. Wow. And wow. yeah, I was in, I was waiting tables at the time in the, at this Italian restaurant. Uh, within a month, I said, I caught, I moved. I moved. Nice. I was like, I'm out. I'm gone. And um, what was it? Billy Burr was, he had an apartment in New York city. This kind of translates, I think to another question you guys have, but yeah. um, I moved into, uh, I called Billy who had that apartment. I was like, dude, you're not there. You live in LA. You're, you're paying this money. Mm-hmm. Let me pay most of it. When you come back, I will move to the couch. Yeah. I will nice. still be here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I also love that you come back. <laughs> I know that he used to go by Billy Burr. I, I've known that, but it's just so funny to hear it said because he seems like such a serious character now in stand up. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Billy is, yeah. is such a goofy sounding name. Yeah, so, how old were you, Burr. Bobby, when you moved to New York City? I had to be 27 or something. I, I, you know, the time. So funny. I don't know the time. It'd be 27, 28. Well, you were an adult, like a well into adulthood. Oh, absolutely. I had five jobs back in Boston. What? Um, I I can relate. What'd you do? I worked with mentally challenged. I lived with mentally challenged, six mentally challenged adults. Um, I delivered flowers on Sunday. I worked with juvenile delinquents. I waited tables. And uh, what was the other? I had another one. I forget what the other one was. Were it was you, another job. Were you well charged rounded. with taking care of the mentally challenged adults? Um, yeah, I lived of- with them. Oh, okay. yeah, they fucked like up a- when they gave me that job. Yeah. So you were like the caretaker for them kind of thing. Uh, well, I, I needed a place to live because uh-huh. I had no way to live because I was doing comedy every uh-huh. single night. Did they pretend that you were working there, but you were really just another? They were like, oh, <laughs> Bobby works here. You're the boss of all the mentally challenged people. <laughs> 
I became friends. I became and friends once with them. a week. We get canceled. Thank you for listening. Share the show. Am I in trouble? I said I used. I said mentally challenged. So yeah. I was protecting everything. No, no but- I just didn't know if like you um, didn't know that you, maybe you didn't work there. I. It's so funny because I wouldn't tell girls that. I, I would just tell them I had weird roommates. So, so I would bring. I would bring girls back to the apartment. And these guys would just roll out in their fucking underwear and just come up and, hey. Hello. (laughs) This is bad. This is Barry. And uh, he'd be in. And they mimicked me when I, because they all had older ladies and fucking weird dudes. I was 28, literally in my fucking prime, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just fucking ready to take over the world. I went to art college during Mm -hmm. the day. Mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. studying to be an art teacher. Uh, at, at the same time, just in mm-hmm. case comedy didn't work out, I was I was in fine arts, right? So, um, or flower delivery if that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I that was my favorite job, by the way. And then, uh, so I when I showed up there, I had my own. It was a big house. There was a family lived on the top floor. Three guys lived on the sec- the first floor. Three guys lived on the second floor, mm-hmm. and I had a room. So that was I got a free rent, mm-hmm. and I got food the food that they got, the Cisco shit. Mm -hmm. And I got paid a hundred dollars a week. I had to be there from 11 to eight in the morning, five days a week. So Fridays and Saturdays. More and more. This is sounding like Tracy's on. It sounds like you were getting disability. (laughs) Well, no. So, so I would, uh, I would have to wake them up and make sure that they would just get off to work correctly. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, I love them. I, we used to hang out. I used to, there was one guy, Barry, I'd throw him on my motorcycle. The helmet wouldn't fit. He'd just wrap it around us. And we would, we would drive and we, we'd go hang out. Like, I, I, like, I considered him like my friends. Yeah. And he, he's still doing sense. comedy today. That's yeah. the craziest thing. I, you know what? The sad part is they're probably all dead. Oh, no. Because they were in their 50s and 60s when I was there. So. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, they're probably all. Okay, but like of old age, that's not so sad. People expire. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. No, like... of murder. They probably yeah. murdered each other. <laughs> you didn't torch the house they're when probably... you left. You're like, <laughs> Once if I, I can't left... have them, no one <laughs> yeah. can. Yeah, I'll These see you guys later. These are my boys. <laughs> yeah, I just lit a little pan of fucking Crisco, Cisco on the in the basement. Cisco, Crisco. <laughs> Well, what what was Bill Burr's place like? Was it well similar? I, sight unseen? I just called him up. I was like, dude. I gave him, I pitched him this deal and Bill, yeah. if it wasn't for Bill Burr, I'd be fucked because, you know, I'm sure he didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he, he was on a, he was on a, a fucking Carsey Warner go pilot making great money. Mm-hmm. And here's fucking asshole Bob, dude, can you help me? Yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, okay, cool. So he was, I just, my family drove me one day. I lived in a fucking shithole in Boston. Mm-hmm. Like literally just I had to put bags around my bed at night just to hear the mice before they got to me. Stop. No. Oh my Stop. god. It was, it was it was I didn't have a door. You used to have to take my door and just push it into the frame. <laughs> was that like and your I, front door or your bedroom door? My front door. Oh, okay. No big deal. <laughs> so you of could just come into s- my apartment. So you of lived in a you're barn not to move. Yeah. Oh my god. You're like, oh, yeah. how bad could 
Bill Burr's apartment, baby. My 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 neighborhood was like Vietnamese too. It used to be Jewish Italian way back in the neighborhood. It was in like a bad part of Riviera. So it was all Vietnamese and there was hookers up at the top. And mm. you'd come out of your fucking house in a fucking bottle rocket just whiz by your head. And so you weren't pretty- scared to move in with uh to Bill's place because you called him and you were like, Hey, do you have like a, a door? <laughs> yeah, like- exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got a door. And you're like, yeah, this sounds great. I'll pay most of the rent. Uh-huh. You know what's so funny is that I, I, I still would get like girls. Like, and they, no one ever yeah, came. Yeah, women like, have no Oh, standards. yeah, we have no That's what I was going to say. Yeah. We have no standards. <laughs> oh, you know you what's know? funny about that is, yeah, yeah we know. <laughs> we <laughs> we like, are those girls. <laughs> Do you know how many air mattresses on the floor I've seen and been like, all right. You just I wake up on the floor. Again. Yeah. <laughs> At least my he's not wife, living with his mother. <laughs> my, 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 my wife, my wife now would come there and clean it for me. Like she'd come over and be like, I'm cleaning this. I can't. That's what we do. Again, fucking... we know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she, she would clean the whole place. And yeah. I had a roommate, Larry Rapucci, who was this 380 pound comic that would walk around naked. And he, I got in a huge fight with him. Like, dude, I have people over. You're fucking naked. And he was like, I'm 380 pounds. I'm fat and I'm hot. So fuck off. And he He's body positive. So I had to keep pieces of paper strategically around the house. So when he walked up, you could just hold the paper over his junk <laughs> and have a conversation with him. Like you're in a show where one of the, we're like, oh, we're at a nudist colony, but like you can't show any naked people. So somebody picks up a pineapple yes. just in time. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I had around the house. I had <laughs> objects that you would hold over his fucking dick. Why does so every just- place you've lived sound like a gag reel? You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like the state is placing you in a lot of different places. It was fuck. It was bad. And the next place place they put me. (laughs) Yeah, no, if Billy Burr, (laughs) if we were together at that time, Bobby, I would have hung your door. That's what I would have done. I would have gotten hinges. I would have came up because this is what we do. Like you're not even you're not a problem solver. Like the door didn't work. You know about hinges, right? No, no, no. I absolutely knew about hinges. I didn't have fucking time. All I cared about was doing comedy. I would have and then I had and I had to time. go do a, I had to do some fucking job during the day. The so, job is to hang the door. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was fucking. What are you? Gonna that would do? have been a very big priority on my list. Just like have uh-huh. a door. See these okay. these these guys are nice. I would not clean your place, but I would like sit in it, which is pretty gross. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I you to- don't have a door yourself. That's true. That's a you're like that's door. fine. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're, I'm, you're in a closet. I'm in a shed. How far yeah. have we come? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I relate to shittiness. I don't know. How I feel comfortable. I'm in a sweatshirt. It feels so good. And, but so, what was your worst place in New York? Well, the worst place when I moved into Billy's place, you mm. understand. My parents drove me to New York, and I didn't understand Upper East. I've only been to the clubs. You know what I mean? So when they dropped me off, it was on 97th and Lex between uh, 3rd and Lex. And back then, you know, that was a block away from the projects. That was Spanish Harlem. That was, it was still coming. It wasn't up yet. Right. You know? it, it wasn't was, the brunch haven that it is now. It, no brunch. Yeah. It was, it was bodegas and fucking crack addicts and, and drug dealers and, and fucking craziness. Um, it was right on the cusp. Did give you a little bit of a heads up of that? No, not at all. Nope, not at all. I mean, Billy never gave a shit either, you know. But I remember we would, uh, 
when I first, the first night there, my parents just dropped me off because my, my stepdad was like, we got to get in and we got to get out because traffic will be 19 hours. And That's everyone's like, dad. Yeah. Oh God. It's like the Griswolds. We were driving there. We're in and out. We're in and out. As soon as we got there, it only took us four hours to get there. He thought it was going to take eight. Mm-hmm. Took four hours. We get to New York. He's, and he, he's, I remember we're, we're going to pull over. If we find a spot and he's looking, we're all looking out the window. He goes, there it is, kids. The Empire State Building. If we get a spot, we're going to pull over. We're going to go to the top. And thank God we didn't find a spot because it was There's the no Chrysler spots Building. Spots by <laughs> there. Spot. There was no spots. And I remember we went, we were walking around. He didn't understand how much more expensive New York was because mm-hmm. we were so hungry that we were walking around Times Square and the oh. restaurant row. <laughs> and everything was too expensive. Everything was too expensive. Yes. And it's he, true. We kept walking. Nope, we're not going here. We're not going here. Then we sat down in an Italian restaurant, figuring we'd get some. Uh, there, was tur- there was a turkey sandwich for $9.95. We're all getting turkey sandwiches. We sat down. An Indian guy walked over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's kind of rude. And he goes, what do you want? And he goes, turkey sandwiches. And he comes back a minute later. We're out of turkey. And my father was like, what the fuck? We're out of here. Uh, we just uh, left. This uh, sounds like my and- dad. My dad would do this type of thing for this sure. This sounds like a lot of people's dads. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. But he... He, he dropped me off, and I remember going in the apartment with a – I had two boxes. That's it. I had a box of clothes and a box of fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I think I had, my real father gave me $1,000. Okay. Uh, uh, who I haven't talked to pretty much since. But um, well, Thanks for the cash. Mm-hmm. He, 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 yeah, that $1,000 is what paid rent for three months. And I remember being there that night. What a consolation was, prize for being your dad. <laughs> anyway, yes. three months is good. Yeah, three months. Of, <laughs> Take what you can get, man. Yeah. I was sitting there watching TV. This is what fucking, this did shake me. Not in a oh, I'm leaving way, but I remember I saw cockroaches coming out of the like a cockroach just big coming out of the a hole in the floor oh, that you like could it was see in the basement. Yeah. yeah. Like he wasn't afraid of me. No. Mm-hmm. And, and then I turned on back then. They don't have it anymore. Cable access in New York back then. Mm-hmm. It was just two guys, gay guys and dressed as cops. <laughs> That's not and, cable access. <laughs> that was cable. It was, that the was cable. your VHS tape. <laughs> That you brought they, in your box of bullshit. They were sucking on each other's toes. <laughs> Definitely doesn't and, sound like cable. And they, what a scene they you walked in on. Uh-huh. And then they would cut to the the nine hundred commercials with Robin. It was a Robin something show with tits and porn stars. Oh and yes, they, that's the that's the the show that DC Benny was talking about that was in Times Square. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cable cable access back in the day was out, outrageously fucking crazy. Yeah. And I'm I remember sitting there watching this like what the fuck? And I had a can of raid. I'm trying to kill these cockroaches. <laughs> I, I, at one point I was standing on the table, the, the living room table. <laughs> Like like a frightened housewife in your just, in your house dress, just <laughs> watching this fucking sex show, and I there was no way there's no way home. Like I can't. That is home. No going back. Yeah. Like, this so this it. was this was Bill's apartment. This is Bill's apartment. Yeah. And the bedroom was funny because the guy who owned the apartment, Akeem, was a South African dude, and he had the two front rooms. But to get to his room, there was a hallway. And no. Bill's bed was in the hallway. Stop. So you had to, he, this guy had to walk by your bed while you were sleeping 
to get to his room. So you'd be sleeping and all of a sudden you just hear a dude come in and walk by through your room to get to his huge bedroom. Two huge rooms. So you didn't have a bedroom. You had a bed in the hallway. Yeah, so you're both going to be sleeping on the couch when he's back. Yeah. Well, I actually wound up putting up a curtain. Oh, oh, here you could put something up. You are home. Yes, I can. No, no hinges. I, I put up a curtain, which Billy didn't even give a fuck about. I put up the curtain because I remember I, I brought a girl back and I remember I could hear footsteps and then they stopped at the bed mm-hmm. and then they oh. waited like 20 and then they kept going. So I was like, that's a little fucking creepy oh. that he's kind of checking shit out so i put the curtain up the next day and uh there was no cable access on no i fucking love that cable access was so dirty so it you were doing comedy right away when you moved to new york city are are you pursuing acting that was the reason you moved well i moved down in and uh, and the guy masavia was running the boston comedy club okay and you're gonna back then it was the lineups were like, you know, uh, Jay Moore, Jim Brewer, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. um, Patrice, uh, uh, Norton. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, of course, Keith Robinson. Boston, Boston Comedy Club in the West Village, New York. Boston Comedy Club in the West Village was this, I mean, just a shithole of a club. But on every single night was just everybody yeah i've heard that about this club i've heard people speak about this club like it was yeah. the place and everyone wanted yeah. to crush there and you know it was yeah, it was it was a it was a really tough i mean tough room as far as you sitting there as a comic going oh my god yeah like, what the fuck and the guy masavia he wouldn't i would just hang out every night from eight to two in the morning to and watch knock it on yeah to watch yeah yep to watch. You- I had no money and I would just go watch these shows and say, Hey, if nobody shows up, could I get on? And he'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. And he would ignore me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, he's like, if I, no one ever shows up at all, you're yeah. up kid. He actually gave me a spot. The night he finally hooked me up. I had the flu. Oh God. <laughs> I was dying. I had no money to get medicine or any- I had nothing. I was just, I was just going to, I was going to have to take the hit on the flu. Like, yeah, I was just going to have to take the hit. So I remember I was in the back. I had a fever. I was dying, but he told me at eight o'clock, you're going up tonight. So I was just waiting. Well, I mean, you were out at the club with the flu. Mm -hmm. It's not like he, he came to your house in your bed and was like, Hey Bobby, wake up. It's your night tonight. (laughs) He's the cockroach. He's like, you're going to be a star, Bobby. (laughs) I would have fucking left though. If he was, if, 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 he didn't say you're going up tonight. I would have went home at like eight thirty because oh, I was wow. dying. What I would you I do? I would have fucking left. Well, he he goes, you're up next, and then uh, I believe uh, Jim Brewer came in, mm-hmm. and then he goes, you're after Jim, and then right after that, Jay Moore came in, uh-huh. uh huh, and then right after that, uh, I believe it was uh, Chappelle came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just murdering. Oh, and then the, this is a nightmare. Goes, you're up after Chappelle, and it's so late <laughs> at this point. You know, it's like, and then uh, this group called Ren Johnny and the Round Guy, which was a, 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 a an improv duo comedy mm-hmm. that would fucking murder of bigger than any of them. Of course. I mean, so he goes, you're after them because they showed. So I just saw, <laughs> it's the worst feeling as a comic 
when you see famous people come in. Yeah. Because you're like, fuck. I'm never getting up. Yeah. And you see them just meandering and they're looking and they're saying hi. And then the, the manager goes up and they're shaking their, uh, yeah, yeah. And they look at their watch. You're like, they're a fucking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I'm getting fucked. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, he goes, you're up after Red Johnny and the Round Guy. It was like two. Oh. And I was like, I was dying. You're up after the show stops. <laughs> but because I, because I became so, this is the one thing I tell comics. Don't go to New York until you're a headliner. Mm. Or, you know what I mean? Go to New York when you're the motherfucker. Because yeah. then when you get that five minutes, you're a headline. You'll, none of this will affect you. You'll, yeah. you'll be the new guy, but you're an old guy. Ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I went up and I just murdered for five minutes. And it's like, fuck all of you cocksuckers. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I murdered and he was like, oh shit. Because he was expecting some new dude. Some putts, yeah. I'm the, well, not a putz, but I'm just the new guy. But I'm really not a new guy. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm really kind of seasoned because I was in Boston for all those years. Yeah. Kicking ass. And I came ready guys who come to New York to like, and they don't have it and they're going to be the new guy or the new, you know, the new, it's like, dude, you, well, you get that. You're going to be a new guy. It's harder for New York comics to make it than anybody. Yeah. Because they got, they got motherfuckers coming in that already got it. And they're the new guy Yeah, you, to be the real new guy in New York. Because people see you and you, they see you and you stink. They see you yeah. when you a little I better. See a new series, the new yeah. girl, the new guy answers back. <laughs> I mean, me, <laughs> me and Tracy both started in New York, right? Yep. Yeah, way and, harder, way oh, harder. Heinous, heinous. Yeah. I used to, I used to go specifically to non-comedy places to cut my teeth because I'm like, I don't want to humiliate myself in front of these fucking comedians. I clearly don't know what I'm doing. Mm. Um, Oh, I was big into humiliating myself. That's why I started comedy in the first place. I mean, yeah, but but you're right because then new people come in. They have a f- they have five that no one's heard before. They're yep. fucking exciting, and you're like, I have been just waiting around these mics to go up. I'm last in every fucking group. Everyone's yep. giving me shit. Also, as a woman, I mean, now it's a lot more friendly to women. But when I started, like five years ago, even it was just like, yeah. go fuck yourself. And yeah, I mean, it makes you le- hungry, but it's very difficult. I mean, fake it till you make it. I um, I think that I just bullshitted my way to the lower middle. Yeah, you're a great. Like that's <laughs> that's <laughs> what I did. I, you know, I would, you know, they would be like, um, I'd be like, oh, can I get on the show? And they're like, yeah, you got like twenty five, and I'd have like four, and I'm like, yeah, of course I have twenty five. And you just like do it, and then you just like run away. It's that's, yeah, but that's you know, the worst feeling, though. I did that as that happened to me as I did a, it all the time. I had, I had ten. I, had, I think I had ten minutes, or I had fifteen minutes, and ten of it was with plastic buck teeth. You're, I, you're a problem. Okay, well you. Oh yeah, I when I first you started, win, I, had, Bob. I had I had fake teeth, and I would. I, would, I think one of the jokes was to uh, do some sort of Chinese that's how he, accent. That's how he got his disability check. I would go into uh, fuck it. I go go to a hard store. Go. You got a file? That was one of my jokes. <laughs> okay, wow. so um, when did you? <laughs> and now like he's a New Yorker. And um, now he's a star. Uh-huh. I, it's so funny. I remember I I forgot my teeth once, and I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no! Uh, that's the last time I ever used a prop because I I tried to make teeth out of like a paper plate. 
like they just kept getting wet and bending. Mm-hmm, and I just mm-hmm. had a ball of fucking paper plate. So he just so room. he just put a curtain up, you know. I, I decided to write jokes after that. I was like, you, know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm I am personally grateful for that. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, but you know, how great that would be if I made it with those teeth. I could just sell those after the <laughs> yes! show. Well, now I think that after, you know, you have, um, you've gotten tons of things like, you know, you're very successful. I think it's time now to pursue your real passion and bring back the teeth. Yeah. Show people who you really are inside. Show people who you I don't know why Tracy's so mad at you. I don't know. (laughs) Show people who you really are as a comic, Bobby. Wow. She said she fakes it till she makes it. So she was faking liking me until this fucking podcast. (laughs) I uh, do a special just with the teeth. I, 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 that'd be a great show though. If we, if you did a show of your first 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. It would be the best awful show ever. I have mine. Yeah. Do you have a a recording of it? I have a, I have a audio recording and I have like a little bit of video of it. It's a set from last week. Yeah. It was okay. First of all, comedy's dead. So that's impossible. (laughs) I did shows last week. What are you talking about? It was from March. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, there are shows everywhere. There's one show in particular that I absolutely love. You have to um, climb an outside fire escape on the side of a building. Yeah, I have, one, I have one of those next week. <laughs> and uh, I had a panic attack. Um, I started crying. And then I got up to the roof and all the other comics were there. And I was like, hey, is anyone else scared? <laughs> and they were like, no. No, everything's fine. And then every time someone walks on the roof, the whole roof kind of shakes. Yeah, Fuck yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And Fuck then that. I was like, I was like, I have to go up first. But I was, it was so mm. hot because it was, you know, summer a few weeks ago. And mm. I'm just, I'm crying, but you can't tell because I'm also sweating the same amount that I'm crying. Ah. And then, um, and then they had to get me down. I was like. <laughs> Yeah. Hey guys, if, I got to get out of here. And then like a group had to walk me like down. Like a piano? This, yeah. It was, <laughs> yes. If I could, honestly, if someone could have knocked me out and just carried me down the fire escape, well, like that would have been. Like fucking B.A. Baracus on the A-team? Just, <laughs> just wake up on a plane? So, that would have been so much better because you know what's I am so funny though? traumatized. This is, that's the fucking greatest. That's why I love stand-up comics. No, don't. You guys not, have to Stop saying things like that. Use their indoor ladder. It's called <laughs> stairs. I, the, they, they're making you go through the back door for there, fires. There's, and, it was an, there's no, no, no it was an indoor outside. ladder. It's an there outside. Was a, it's an outside. If it was an indoor okay. ladder, yeah, no. I would be climbing the indoor ladder with no problem. This yeah, is no, an outside. Logical. This Very is good. on on the fifth story of a a building in Bushwick. Shout out the best the, thing ever. It's yeah, the, it's the, the best fact thing that ever. Okay, Bobby, we cool. will not let we won't let fucking this die. Mm-hmm. We won't go let climb it die. The we will, we're doing shows on grass. We're doing, I mean, I did a show in a backyard in fucking Connecticut in front of a hundred people. And they, I'm sitting there like, I fucking love this shit. It's kind of mm-hmm. back to punk rock. It's mm-hmm. not motherfuckers on G5s doing arenas, mm-hmm. fucking doing a small meet and greet of 300 people. We're just like, fuck you. We're going to go stand on a pallet in the street. We're going to climb a fire escape. We're going to go wherever the fuck you put people. If you show up, we're going to tell our jokes. That's why I love it. That's what when I came to New York and I saw a guy with a bucket in Washington Square Park fucking making people laugh. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck? You're like, I need to get my teeth out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm just no, that was uh, William dentist. Stevenson who's, who died. He he would do sets in the William. park during the day and then do a spot at the cellar. Wow, really? Yeah, William yeah. was great. I yeah, didn't know that. Great. Yeah, oh. so 
Yeah, Anyways, shout, um, shout out to the tiny cupboard in Brooklyn. I know that venue. Uh, okay, but also, Bobby, you just compared me climbing a fire escape on the outside of a building yep. in Bushwick to you doing a Connecticut backyard show to 100 people. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I totally understand. <laughs> me too. Oh, no. no, I'm way further along than you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to... I'm actually going to put a your way different part of the business. Absolutely. Listen, and you're I welcome. I'm gonna, yeah. So well, it's I'm going to recommend you for, um, <laughs> I'm going to recommend you for these Bushwick shows. Just so. uh-huh. Oh yeah. If I could get me to Bushwick. Very punk much. rock, Bobby. Very yeah, punk I, rock. I, I just love that you guys are doing them. Hey, I, uh, <laughs> don't shit on me. <laughs> I love it. Good for you. I love mm-hmm. it. I'm, I'm um, busy this weekend. <laughs> My mom won't you? let me. Uh, yeah, I'm home. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not climbing any. Yeah, no, my mom won't let me uh, climb the fire escape anymore because of the hysteria that came after it. I don't so. think your mom ever let you climb the fire escape. No, no. I don't even go up on my own fire escape. And I live in New York City where that's considered a balcony. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't even go up there. People are like, do you have a balcony? I'm like, well, yeah, sort of. You messaged me before this show and you're like, is it that bad? I'm like, eh, it's fine. I didn't know you were going to fucking. I was like, hey, I'm super afraid of heights, Andrea. Is this show like as bad as every, like, is, is the ladder as bad? And she's like, no, it's fine. Why? Who are you asking? Why is Andrea the one? Yeah. <laughs> she well, used to climb up her ladder when she was drunk because she forgot oh, her key. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. This is a spider woman. Um, did you live so- on it? Do you have a loft bed? <laughs> I've had many loft beds, but uh, I live. Andrea went to college. (laughs) (laughs) I lived. I lived next to a. I lived next to a um a cab a a cab a abandoned cab lot. So it was just a bunch of cabs everywhere, um junkyard kind of thing. And when I would get drunk and I would forget my keys, I would have to climb through the junkyard to get to my apartment. And to psych myself up to go into the junkyard, I used to take my shoes off and throw them into the junkyard. So you had to get yeah, them. Yeah. So now my shoes are in the junkyard. And now you have to go That's and get them. Don't fucking logic. I was fucking fuck yeah. I like how you I like how you you were sober when you left the house and did not bring your keys. Yeah, yeah. But you were drunk coming home. You know, next time that you should just leave a set of keys with your neighbor. Yeah, that is yeah. a different fucking <laughs> it's a different time in my life. I love your motivation, though. That's so fucking. Oh. I'm gonna take the, the the one thing that's gonna help me climb this fence. You throw my wallet over. Take that off and throw it over the fence. Not a shirt it- or a sock. I'm gonna take the one thing that will protect my feet from this fence. And I'm gonna. Why do you I'm think she was wearing a like shirt? A fucking Inuit Indian. I'm gonna jump over this fucking chain link barbed wire fence. It was barbed wire. I had to shimmy. I had to shimmy in the the cracks of the barbed wire. Um, no, so the barbed wire is on top, and there are two <laughs> giant doors, and you know, padlocked. But there was enough space um, that I could. I could step on the pad block and then shimmy my body through. You had to make sure that you got a bikini wax before you did this so you didn't yeah, get caught. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was pretty thin back then, but, um, you know, and then I would sort of like hot potato on the cab doors. Mm-hmm. There was a junkyard cat that fucking did not like this. Um, and then... A junkyard find- cat? Junkyard yeah, cat was, was judging your it, it was uh, the, life choices. Yeah, it was well, like... A, a fucking cat? <laughs> it was... Well, now? It was the biggest cat I've ever seen in my fucking life. I was so scared of this thing. And it looked up to me and it had my mother's face and it said, you're a failure. Um, and then I, I 
climbed and I, I would get to the fire escape. I would grab the fire escape and then I would pull my whole body up, like pull up style. I wow. definitely didn't have the, you know what I mean? But like when there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And then I would and scramble up. There's a Well, so. And then I would, and then I would jimmy my own window, and then fly through. Jimmy, yeah. I don't think you. Can, I don't think you can use that word anymore. Oh, can you no. not? Oops. Oh, um, are we getting canceled again? Yeah, I think so. I would jimmy. I would J word my own window, and then I would fly ah. through and land face oh, first sorry, that's on the, the wrong, floor. It's the wrong letter. I apologize. You're, you can use it. And I would just be lying on the floor, being like, "I did it." <laughs> but then I'd also be like, anyone could do this. You know what I mean? Whenever your, your keys <laughs> fell out of your pocket as soon as you hit the floor. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Are you, do you not drink now? Do you still drink? No, I don't drink anymore. Uh, at uh, all? No. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Are, yeah. Do, do, are you a are you, uh, friend of Bill's or are you just? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, okay. But um, I smoke yeah. weed here and there. Um, okay. So, you know. Gotcha. And, hang out with delinquents to get my rocks off. But um, right. yeah, I broke into, I, I think I've broken into almost every single apartment I've lived in in New York. Sober, I broke into You know apartments. what, honestly, yeah. in retrospect now, um, I should have asked a regular person about this show. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm really remembering who my friend Andrea is, I should have called a regular person and said, hey, how's that uh, staircase? Oh, yeah, that, that would have been fucking, that would have been so fun. Just a regular person just <laughs> nodding like this the whole episode. <laughs> really? What happened next, Bobby? <laughs> oh, how is Billy? <laughs> no, to call them to ask about the show, about um, the, oh. the Bushwick the show. Warning. Yeah. Andrea said it was fine. She said yeah. that the, the staircase yeah, she's was out of her mind. safe. Yeah. It was yeah. safe would, and fine. Yeah, but you know what you should do? You should go back and do it again and film it. Let us no, see no, yes. I can't. I honestly am not in the place emotionally or mentally to do that one more time right now. Maybe, think, why? maybe you know what? I think it's healthy to say that, and you've just moved forward. Thank you. Thank maybe you, we shouldn't be too healthy in that department. Right. I'm so healthy. I climb up a fire escape All to right, get I, my drink I, ticket. I see your judgment. I reject your judgment. And no, I do love it. I like that you guys tell me about it, and I like <laughs> well, that you experience. I will tell you, and I so would do it too. Something yeah, that I, I don't think you're fucking prude over here. Yeah, that, and the fact that you're, but you, you're the, like people say, dude, are you going to do these shows? Fuck yeah. Because after this is all done and we go back to the regular matrix uh -huh. and we're all sitting there fucking doing shows again, you're going to, you're going to have that memory. Yeah. Of, oh, I have the memory. I remember what happened a few it's weeks fucking ago. Fucking amazing. I'll never forget something that I've learned in therapy is that when you have post-traumatic stress disorder, um, exposure therapy is not the best way. That's like, you know, saying a guy came home from war and now he's afraid of loud sounds and to just like shoot fireworks at him until he's better. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it doesn't work right. out. Um, sorry about the very seriousness, but I am uh, mentally unwell. Right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, I'll be, I'll be throwing ropes <laughs> over buildings to try to do stand up shows. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe in you as well. Um, yes. So, <laughs> Bobby, yeah. you're living uh, in Bill's apartment in the hallway yeah. with a curtain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where do we go from there? What was like, when did you feel like a New Yorker or have like this very New York moment? Well, I mean, one of the things about New York that was, I mean, to have no money. Mm hmm. 
Mm. Like I used to, one thing I used to do, um, I used to buy myself when I had uh, uh, my treat. I would go to the comedy club every night and just hang out a lot and not really get up and maybe get up here and there. But my treat was um, to get a chocolate covered pretzel at this deli because mm-hmm. it was open late. And that, that's one thing in Boston, things weren't open 24 hours. Like yeah. New York city was like, there's a deli and a diner open at, yeah. at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. And I would get this chocolate covered pretzel um, and I would, eat it on the train ride home all the way back up from Astor to 97th street. But I remember one night I was leaving and I had uh, a token. I thought I had a token. That's back when the subway had tokens mm-hmm. and I had uh, $2. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool, I'm going to get a pretzel because I feel like shit. I didn't get on. I'm fucking sad. I'm going to get a pretzel that will make me happy. Chocolate pretzel. And I bought the chocolate for covered pretzel with my last $2 and I went to get my token and I didn't have a fucking token. No, it's like the, your teeth. The $2 <laughs> were fucking, <laughs> exactly. And I had to walk a hundred blocks home. Up <gasps> the, 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 no. Was, you really walked that pretzel off. So <laughs> I was, I remember walk. I remember fucking walking and it, it, it's, it's, it was so fucked up. It was late at night. Yes. You know, you're hearing screams. Yeah. You know, certain neighborhoods are good. And then all of a sudden you're in a fucking weird neighborhood. <laughs> and I, it was so weird. And I, I'm coming up and I'm getting up to like literally 96th street, mm-hmm. a block before my house, my street. And uh, as I'm walking, this guy, Sam, who I haven't talked to in a year, we got into a fucking massive fight a year ago. Haven't talked to. He lives on the east side, west side. I was on the east side. All of a sudden, he's walking, and we stopped literally at like 3.30 in the morning or whatever, Mm -hmm. and he was like, hi, Bob, and I was like, hi, Sam, (laughs) and we talked for the first time in a year, and we fucking hashed everything out What? right on a fucking bus stop, and we talked till the sun came up, and we our friendship was back. And we worked everything out. We went and got breakfast. He what? paid. Of course he, he money. paid. You yeah. just need money. And, and I remember I was like, this is so, like, this would only, there's nowhere else this would happen yeah. because nowhere else in the country do you walk a hundred blocks at fucking two something in the morning. Uh-huh. I guess he was coming from a friend's house and uh-huh. we just met. You never then- bothered to ask. <laughs> yeah, where are you was, coming from no that's why we're in a fight i just was a selfish friend to begin with but yeah we're actually still friends today he's a yogi at Ooh. the uh the the um uh yogi institute on 13th street he lives that's there nice. uh-huh. and he teaches uh, uh yoga and meditation and yeah, so what, what was yeah. how did you rectify the fight what did what was like the you know we just talked i mean it, it's it's fucking the middle of the night and we yeah. bumped it with the only two people on the fucking yeah. streets. Yeah, that's beautiful. And we just wound up fucking talking. Mm-hmm. And then it, it was, we just started remembering old times and laughing. And we were talking, you know, and I said, sorry. And he said, and then we were just hanging out. Have, like, it was just like before. We were like, yeah, that's a real New York friends. moment. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. That's beautiful. Um, did you used to take the bus a lot? I took the bus. Yeah, so you had to take the bus all the time because sometimes I would miss that fucking train. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the middle of the night when you missed that fucking six train of going uptown, I was like, you suck. 
And that's, that's to- the thing. I do think the trains have improved in that regard. Like I don't, I mean, it's been such a long time since I took the train because of COVID, but um, now they come more often. They tell you when they're coming. They're accurate yeah. about that. Um, but you buses, app. Yeah, yeah, you have an app that tells you what side of the train to get on. I mean, it's yeah. bananas. I can't Crazy. Even- I didn't know any of this. Like I haven't taken the train since there was any kind of technology. So it's, crazy. You can hear the announcements clearly what they're saying, and they oh, all yeah. roll. Please stand on. clear of the closing doors. Yeah, that's all I, got that's it. all I remember. Oh, back yeah. in the day, it was fucking Postal. a nightmare. Ashton Place in the summer was 900 degrees. Yeah. So you'd just be sitting there, 2.30 in the morning, sweating, waiting for a train that might never come. That's yeah. the train I used to take, too, because I actually worked in the building right on top of that train station, like where ding, you ding, come ding. out by – that oh there you go right uh <laughs> i worked in the kmart building um that was where i worked in media for the first time and it was uh that was fun 700 broadway i think that building is and that train station is connected to the kmart yes yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah i remember that yep. what a fun time yeah. So you're taking the buses, which I got to say, nobody does in New York, yeah. except for like older people or people with um, a handicap, because it's just a little more convenient than going down all those stairs. Well, I remember one time I missed the train and I'm like, fuck you. I know the bus runs faster than the train. So I ran over to Third Ave and I, I just caught the bus nice. and I'm on it, but it's so late. I remember it was, you know, it's terrifying because it's, 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 in the middle of the night, you're on the bus and not, it's either old ladies or fucking criminals on yeah, the bus. Yeah. Like crazy motherfuckers. The buses and, were the uh, craziest people in New York yeah, City. Yeah, because you are, have to be sure. able crazy. to get yeah. on and then get off real quick. Yeah. 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 So it was, I remember I fell asleep on the bus and I remember I woke up like, <gasps> and I and I was like, and I knew like everything was darker uh-huh. Uh, it was, I knew there was fucking a, I was past the hundred and I was oh. past a hundred and, uh, I was past 97th street. Uh-huh. I was like one twenty something and the bus was still cooking. Oh. Right. And I was like, I literally went <gasps> and the bus driver saw my face, saw me. <laughs> and he just, he literally went, oh, fuck. And he just hit the brakes in the middle of the street. <laughs> and, and he let me out and I was like, thank you so much. And I was just like, which way back to 90s? He goes, down, just go straight down here. Stay. He go, I remember he said, stay on this street. Did you walk home? <laughs> I, not a, I, I snuck home like a ninja. I remember I was so happy when I saw one of the buildings were on fire. And I saw- You're like warm. I, I just ran to the fireman. And I was just kind of looking me. around like, like, hey, how you doing, fellas? Oh, that's a- Hey, be safe up there. Just kind of trying to let people know <laughs> that you're here. Mug me, like I might be with them, or I might. Be I'm friends with firemen. <laughs> yes. And I remember I was. That's a good I was, one. I, I was that's a good idea. Between blocks. Yeah. 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 Terrifying. That's terrifying. a good. I've I've come up to construction guys and was like, "Hey, I'm being harassed mm. by someone. Can I just stand next to you?" Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. And they're like, "It's me. me. It's me oh. harassing you." Yeah. <laughs> that's, hey. But yeah. that's when sure, they turn into. Sure. Put your tits right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got. You give me a hand job in the back by the cement truck. I'll let you fly. I'll protect you, honey. Yeah. Um, well, at least I, yeah, at least I know what's about to happen. This guy's going to surprise me. So I'll take you over that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You got to yeah, play it, the odds. <laughs> because yeah. I remember back then though, like I was, I remember walking between blocks and you'd hear just noises like, 
woo, 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 woo. And uh-huh. you're like, okay, that's not a bird. No. That's a call. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a warning call. Mm-hmm. That's some type of signal. That's not a, nobody at three in the morning goes, woo, 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 woo. Yeah. And you'd be like, yo. And you'd hear like these noises and I would, my body would stiffen up and I'm like, ah, fuck it. And I, I remember I finally made it home to 97th street and I looked down, you know, cause you walk up your stoop. Cause I love mm-hmm. my stoop. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked down in the bottom of my stoop and there was just some lady shitting. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember, I was like, hey, she's like, hey, baby, I'm just taking it because I'm taking a quick poop. I'll be on my way. It was me. I was like, I'll see you later. I just remember coming out the next day to read my paper and I had my smoke my cigarette on the stoop. And I just looked down and there was just a big shit that she didn't, just a big swirly. You went outside to go take a shit with your newspaper and a cigarette, cup of coffee. It just looked like a sick dog shit. It was just Aww. like watery and like there was. Okay. All right, thank you. She's what she's also smelling? dead now, by the way. Just for the record, for everybody that oh, come on, Andrea, why do you dead. why'd you have to bring that up? Bobby's special needs friends are dead, and that lady's definitely yeah. Everybody, everyone's dead. dead. Everyone's, everyone's dead. dead. There's a lot of people that are fucking dead. Yeah, Bobby, <laughs> while you're alive, where can we find you? <laughs> Uh, patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. That's the yeah. only place I put all my shit. Okay. I, uh, everything nice. I do goes up there. I want to, I, uh, I want to, um, I want to, uh, do a thing with you, Hemna, uh, up here. If you can come up Ooh. when this is all over the, I do these, uh, live from the sheds. Oh yeah. I always that's... To, 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 I have a couple people that I want to get up and if, if you're willing to do them, I'd love it. That'd be great. If you would. Yeah, I, because you know, I mean, you I, started I'll my closet, but <laughs> you could bring the closet. I think. Yeah, well, yeah. People don't people don't realize that you look at all these podcast things that are happening now, and you in your you're the, one of the founding people mm-hmm. in the in the for sure the Keeping world. The girl. She's in the podcast hall of in fame. the world. Yeah, in the world that kind of were ballsy enough to do it full time and and make it happen. Yeah. You know, so how do you think, how do you think I found Hemda? I was a Keith and the girl listener when I was 14. Yeah. I, it's a, it's a weird thing because I, I started it and I remember doing your show. I remember going to the, I didn't, I was like, these guys are fucking, this is very old rock and roll. This is, they have an apartment that in the, over here for this, just this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a ballsy move to, most people are just doing it in their fucking bedroom and putting it up and, you know, cause they were kind of figuring out what you're doing, but they still didn't get it. You know, now you see people at studios and all this shit and you guys are the first ones to actually go all in and say, fuck it. This is what we're doing, you know, and get fans. You know, mm-hmm. I'd love to be on. Thank you. Oh my yeah, God. Great. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bobby, can we also follow you on social media? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I only do Instagram because I'm not a fan of social media. Okay. I have to, I have to do it because club owners refuse to spend money on publicity anymore, like <laughs> no. they used to. They God. put it all on our fucking shoulders, correct, mm-hmm. uh, to get a fan base and then give them that fan base. Yeah, isn't Ugh. it fucking ridiculous? It, I know they call me and they're like, "Hey, can he tweet some more? Because we only sold two tickets." And then I go to their Twitter accounts. And no, it's it, they're tweeting. It's got fucking, fifty-four followers. Mm-hmm. No, but they get thousands of people. But they're only tweeting, yeah. you know, Jamie Fox, who already sold out. Like yeah. he uh-huh. doesn't need the pu- publicity. You fucks, 
I do, but I really, I hate Twitter. Twitter is a fucking nightmare. I hate mm-hmm. the way people attack people for no fucking reason. I hate the cattle fucking herd mentality of comedy fans on Twitter. Yeah. When one person will say one thing and yep. they just- The go, trolls. And, yeah. Uh, and they don't, they have no idea what a hack is. They have no idea what a fucking, what they're talking about and they attack people and it just sucks. So Instagram is kind of the thing because I don't, I don't really read comments or anything. So you can Robert Kelly live. So I, I just went on some fucking stump speech. No, we want to know what you media. hate. Yeah. What else do you hate, Bobby? Yeah. Fucking asshole. I hate cheese. Hard no, you cheese. don't. That is not even no, true. No, you don't. Get the fuck out. Don't talk We're shit like that. that out. First, no, yeah, first, he's- First of all, I don't like the fat implication from all three of you. It's like I love fucking cheese. You love cheese. Are you kidding? We don't talk shit about cheese on this show. It has nothing to do with weight. I don't like cheese. We are starting a Wisconsin podcast next year. If you want (laughs) to chime in, I I I refuse to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Hamza, we heard a little bit about what you're doing, but tell us more. I'm doing Keith and the Girl. It's what? A, Who the fuck is how that? How many years? How many years are you doing doing that? Since 2005. Oh, no, so but you're crazy. insane. It's fucking crazy. Yes. Uh, crazy. I don't know why it makes me feel so uncomfortable. I'm like, yes, my parents aren't proud, but I really am. I promise. I'm <laughs> proud of myself. It's Keith and the Girl, and you could find it anywhere podcasts are available or keithandthegirl.com. Awesome. How about you, Andrea. Yo, follow me at Andrea Comedy 69 on Instagram. I'm posting pictures of my butt. I'm posting memes. I'm posting dumb shit. Whatever you want in your life, I got it. I like um, when you post um, people. I mean, your butt is great. And Thank um, you. Thank you. I like the butt pictures. Of course, it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But uh, you find really good artists that I end up following. Oh, oh I just like her you. butt. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tracy. You All right. I, okay. Listen, fine. Sometimes I follow the artists you post. Yeah. But I'm here. I'm here for your butt. I'll stay for the art. What? Why don't you get some fucking class, Tracy Carnazzo? I posted um, one picture of my butt one time. <laughs> hey, so you get a nice butt. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh. oh, Tracy. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> I said Tracy. Oh, whoops. Andrea, why are you trying to steal my thunder? I'm sorry. This sorry. Is all, listen, Bobby thinking that I have a butt at all, mm-hmm. which is not true. I mean, clearly he's not. You have not a nice looking. butt. Mm-hmm. No, this is you're yeah. looking at your it's the wrong person. I don't need I, to do, and I don't like to put myself but no, down. No, you like can't that. tell me that because I like certain butts. Like a and tiny your, little tiny yeah, butt. My my, okay, my wife well then, has yeah. a butt of a 14-year-old Filipino man. Oh, I so like, do I. So yes. Okay, fine. Then you have I, seen my butt. I I don't like a I like I mean big butts are cool, but <laughs> right. I like a okay, like well, a nice, little little tiny my nice, butts my butts for you. It's like a I little a nice tiny bump. it's like yeah. two little hamburger rolls. Those nice. little fucking those little sugar rolls. <laughs> the little the little Hawaiian rolls. That's yeah, what the my is like. So <laughs> maybe that's why I like it. That. <laughs> that's fucking beautiful. All right, God, so- it's a whole Polynesian sandwich. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you have a Polynesian ass. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrea. Where can we find you? Who cares? Andrea Comedy sixty nine on Instagram. I don't tweet. I'm <laughs> I have similar feelings about it. Um, and check out my other podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour, and. While you're at it, go to onlyinnewyorkpod.com. Mm-hmm. Check out all of the things we have there. We've got um, a live show there that is only available there. Um, we got audio. We got video from that. We also have holographic stickers. What? You can get a shout out on the show. What? There's so many cool things. Onlyinnewyorkpod.com. 
Oh my God. And guys, you could check out my other two podcasts, 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk and Teen Mom Trash Talk. You could go to tracycarnazzo.com for anything else that I'm working on. And make sure you follow me at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on both. Um, I really try on Twitter. So I really need you to follow me. Please just like, like anything because I'm like really trying. I'm up in the middle of the night trying to write tweets. Like I am putting my all into it and I just deserve more. That's mm-hmm. who I am as a person. I just deserve more. And you know what else I deserve? I deserve, and we all deserve for you guys to go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a great review. Because if you're listening to the show, you love all of us. You're obsessed with us. We're obsessed with you. Thank you so much. And thank you, Bobby, for being here. You're one of my faves. You're amazing. Andrea, what do you have to say about it? Bulls. Sauce.